0: The job of a normal town council member doesn't pay much. It comes with a lot of headaches. It takes a lot of work to listen to residents and translate that into policy. Yet nine people are running for election to three positions April 6th. The three that win will have to do their day jobs as well. And any council candidate has only a limited amount of energy and time to serve the public. And a lot of buckets to pour that time into. Constituent service, infrastructure, business development, race and diversity, affordable housing, budgets, and on and on and on. This story is about which bucket each candidate wants to fill with the most significant part of their energy. There are basically two groups of candidates, those who want the town to actively shape the future and those who say they think the town has done too much shaping. Steve Harsh is one of the latter. Harsh says he's critical of an activist mindset for any council member. Giving bucket loads of money to uh, uh, outside business to come in and directly compete with other like businesses for one thing, you know, millions of dollars uh, going out the window there. Harsh says he also has negative feelings about the use of consultants to study policy choices and would work to stop that. To make a decision that these people were elected to make on uh common sense decisions, but that they feel gives them the credibility to go ahead and spend the money to do the projects that they want to do, that they want to force on on the community as opposed to letting the free enterprise system work. Another candidate in the camp of those who want to focus only on the basics is Donna Tony. She says the council should reduce its attention on things she views can wait and pay attention just to service. You know, the elderly are really the taxpayers. We all pay taxes, but they've been putting in for years. And my thing is, their water needs to be straight, okay? We are human beings, so our pores are open, and anything can come through that. Donna Tony says she would spend her energy listening to residents to make sure the community as a whole has a voice to address problems. Carl Sealup says his biggest effort, if elected, would be analysis of what he thinks is appropriate for the town to do. I'm good at looking at, okay, is this really needed? Is there a better way to handle it? What can be delayed? Uh, and so on. Selah is also in the government minimalist band of candidates who has questioned several council decisions over recent years, both big and small. So is David Paul Blumenshine, who helped lead a trip to the Washington, D.C. protest that became the insurrection at the Capitol. Blumenshine has not responded to WGLT contacts about his candidacy or the protest. The other set of candidates emphasizes tech development, growing the economy, and improving quality of life. Incumbent normal council member Scott Preston says it does take work to actively manage the future of the community and to keep it what he calls the best downstate community. For Preston, that means doing things that will keep a strong economy, good schools, amenities like the Constitution Trail, Uptown, and Parks. Making sure that uh, there is making sure that, you know, we're doing everything reasonably that we can uh, to, uh, to help, you know, provide safe and healthy uh, opportunities for the people of normal um, and the businesses located here. Uh, to be able to operate their daily lives in a way in which they're comfortable. Preston says the town record of protecting taxpayer dollars is strong. That also sets him apart from the slate of government minimalist candidates. Preston says the recent double whammy of a train derailment and fire and an apartment fire on the same day is an example of the town doing what citizens cannot. For another candidate, the biggest emphasis is constituent service. A.J. Zimmerman says he wants to take the temperature of the town on a frequent basis. I want to uh, listen to what the what the town that is the constituents that is the residents and business owners have to say and and address concerns to the extent those concerns are are um, appropriately presented and thorough discussion is had of. of various alternatives and and routes to be taken to address those concerns. Zimmerman says he also emphasizes economic development. He says that means not just bringing in new businesses near Rivian or growing small business, but making sure small businesses have helped during the pandemic. Brad Middle... Brad McMillan says yes, infrastructure, social issues, and business development all need energy and work, but for him, the opportunity to be a council member is a chance to be an ambassador for the community. To be a part of a leadership team that helps attract um, new business uh, to the region, you know, working with the Economic Development Council and the Chamber and the Again, I think these things are interconnected because if you grow the economy, then you're gonna have more resources coming in to pay for the needed infrastructure. Kevin McCarthy has been on the council for nine years, and he says if people have been watching, it's pretty clear economic development is his priority. McCarthy says auto industry changes and town efforts to bring in Rivian have paid off in a robust realty market and increasing manufacturing employment. Our housing starts are up. Developers are coming to us three in just the last six months, asking for final plats to start building new developments in normal. This is all really important stuff for me, for the the uh, resiliency and vitality of our future, That is where it is. McCarthy says economic development means stimulating not just the jobs of today, but the jobs of the future. He says if voters return him to the council, he wants to work on smarter infrastructure. That requires front end investment, McCarthy says, on things like community wide 5G access point design standards. So companies find both Bloomington and Normal predictable. He says the town will also have to decide on the next generation of intelligent traffic light signaling upgrades on state routes. He says choices made now will have long-range implications for autonomous vehicles, so the town needs to plan. But McCarthy says all that pales compared to how the town manages information and makes it accessible to citizens. So any resident can interact on their water bill or their garbage information, garbage pickup, to be able to report, access, get response back very, very simply at a very, very low cost. And that's really what we're concentrating on that technological innovation piece. The final candidate on the list of those running who also favors managing the future and is pro-business development is Kimberly Cummings. But the incumbent says she would put the bulk of her energy toward social justice issues if voters return her to office. Cummings says that actually goes hand-in-hand with infrastructure and includes things like affordable housing programs. Cummings says she prefers the term equitable, diverse housing because she says the word affordable evokes the idea of complexes and siloed developments for lower income residents. Cummings says expanding some town programs and making communities of color aware of them will help. Where you have more of the quote-unquote affordable housing mixed in with market rate housing um, and it allows people the opportunity uh, to even get encouraged to go into home ownership. It's, it's those types of things that we need to start to, to do and make our uh, community more inclusive in that way. Cummings says a combination of zoning and incentives can address the lack of moderate and low-income housing over time. For instance, Cummings says some communities require certain percentages of mid- and upper-end developments to be reserved for affordable housing. Cummings says programs to address social justice are important because for many years, racial disparities were not a part of the town conversation at all. In Normal, you can vote for three out of the nine town council candidates April 6th. I'm Charlie Schlenker.